0: Guess I thought we'd get it by now The same mistakes that we keep relearning It isn't easy keeping it straight It's hard to think when the world is burning Well, I don't know what the fuck is happening with Mercury or like I don't know Casey because um yesterday I had to go pick up Birdie at the like everything that was like could be communications wise yeah going wrong went wrong. But planetarily it doesn't say that there's anything happening, but okay, so basically Birdie was flying back because They were on spring break with Mark and then stayed in L.A. for like an extra day. Mark took Cricket to Arizona to see my family again, which is like so nice. That's so nice. Such a nice (laughs) ex-husband to go (laughs) to like have to go spend time with like your ex-wife's family. Like, come on, because your kid, you know, because Cricket's like, but it's just like that's family, guys. Yeah. And I wish that for everyone who... (laughs) divorces, you know, like that they have somebody that is – I would take my kids to see his parents, but, you know, anyway. of course, of course. Um, But so Bertie stayed an extra day in L.A. with friends, actually, former babysitters (laughs) that moved back there from here and then flew back by themselves last night. So I went to the premiere of Sweeney Todd. I saw. But I didn't stay for the play, and instead, Jen and Kirsten went. Oh, nice! Took my tickets. I was gonna always gonna take Kirsten because she she's is a, a huge a theater lady. She's a theater lady. She loves Sweeney Todd. Sorry, I'm eating bacon, guys. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I know. I know you hate it. The AS- ASMR. <laughs> anyway. I don't know why I put that piece of bacon in my mouth right when I was telling this story. But anyway, Mark and I didn't have good communication about the flight, Birdie coming back, and he booked it. Cause you know, I'm historically speaking terrible at booking travel. Okay. You know that.
1: I, I mean, you know what? Knock on wood, we've always had okay luck when we've traveled anywhere together. So I guess I haven't. Yeah, but been a- somebody else books it for me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've never like been someone a victim. Else- of your bad travel
0: energy. No, it's not. I don't have bad travel energy. I have it's like bad booking booking, booking okay. energy. Like I like will do a thing and then I'll realize that there was like a way to get there like four hours earlier. You know what I mean? Uh, like so, right, like right, I'm just right. like I'm not – I just yeah. am not – in that way my ADD does not service me.
1: Right. Well, you know what I'm going to say about your ADD and it not servicing you? I would offer, once you have your flight, stop looking at the other flights. You'll never know. You'll never Never know know. that there was something coming four hours earlier. And you'll be a lot happier.
0: So true. (laughs) Um, Well, anyway, that's great advice. But uh, so anyway, but Mark and I didn't have the best communication about coming back and whatever. And I'm working today on that Walmart job, right? Don't come at me. I can't. I have no, you know what I mean? Like I hear you and also hear me. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. We got bills. Um, Your nails are so cute, Casey. Oh,
1: thank you. I did them myself the other day.
0: Oh my God. They're so cute. Please take a picture and post it. (laughs) I will. Um, But so anyway, it turned out that I couldn't go sit and watch the premiere opening night of Sweeney Todd because I had to go drive to the airport to pick up my child who was flying alone. Right, And even though Bertie's 14, it still counts as like an unaccompanied minor. Yeah. But can I just say this? So in the past year alone, I have picked up no less than... Four unaccompanied minors at airports. Wow. Okay. Some being my own children, some being other people's children visiting, whatever. Every time it's different. Like, <laughs> it, every time the protocol is different, like, yeah. and there's no information given. Right. It's like, like a
1: the- very, a very
0: freestyle type of thing. So the last two times that I picked up an unaccompanied teen minor... We're not flying five-year-olds. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're like kids that are like 14, 13, 14. Yeah. The last two times, the way that it worked is you get to the airport and you wait by baggage claim. And the kids come out with a person. Right. And you grab them there. Right. And you sign the little paper. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, no big deal. I can go to the Sweeney Todd like, red carpet and take a picture to show my support for my friends who are doing this incredible Broadway show. Yeah. I can say hi to my friends. I've seen the play. I'm spreading the joy, I mean, or the depression of Sweetie Todd. the But it's an incredible production. So I'm, like, able to, like, spread that to Jen, (laughs) who was sitting in my seat. Right. Um, and then I can book it to Newark and pick up Birdie. Right. So I, you have to park and walk in, you know, which is always like such a thing. And Newark is like, like all the airports in New York are currently under some, always, always for the last 30 years, like under some amount of construction. Right. Right. Yes. So I'm driving in and I see, okay, United, I have to go here and park, and it was, like, so far, and then you have to walk. I mean, it was just, like, crazy. Yeah. And then I get there, and it was kind of late. It was – her flight was getting in at 8.55, but it landed early. It landed at 8.20 or something like that. But so I got there right at, like, 8.15, and I go in, and just to be sure, I asked. And the woman at the airport was like, oh, they changed it. You have to go to the gate. And I was like, what? And she's like, you have to go to the gate and meet your child. And I was like, okay, how do I do that? I'm not ready to go through security. I've got lots of weed on me. Uh So then I'm like, do I go back to my car or do I just chance it? Yeah. I just, I took the risk. Guys, I took the fucking risk because I was already late. And so then I'm waiting at the counter at United to get this like special pass to go to the gate and... uh. Birdie's texting me, like, I landed. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I can't get my TSA pre-check because of whatever. So I have to go through the, like, regular lane. And there's there's only one lane open because it's late at night. But there's, like, a bunch of people trying to go through it. And then I get into the United Terminal. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh, right. You know what they don't put up on the board inside the arrivals? Uh, Yeah, where are you? What gate you're going to? They only
1: put departures. Right, because no one goes to the gate to get anyone except for
0: you. Except for me. Right now. So I text Birdie. I'm like, wait, what gate are you at? And she's like, C128. I'm like, I'm in the A terminal. Oh, God. So then I go up to someone and I'm like, I don't understand what's happening I'm, my child flew in on United. I'm trying to find them. There's, she's saying that they're at gate C128. She's like, oh yeah, things are really messed up right now. So you're going to have to take this tram to Seagate. gate, go down that escalator and you'll see, you'll understand. And I was like, what? So we go down this escalator and there's like three people working at the airport who are just like chatting. Yeah. Casually. Yeah. And out side I see like on the tarmac is a bus. And as I get there, I'm like, I need to go to the gates. And I'm a little frazzled because Bertie's texting me like, mom, where are you? Seriously? right? right. You know? And I'm like, I just, have to go to the Seagates. i are like, just
1: like, relax and watch Fox News.
0: I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there so <laughs> soon. Is there is there a CPK ASAP, Bertie? <laughs> Grab yourself a BB... Cute chicken pizza (laughs) and Papa squat because I'll be there so soon.
1: I wonder if they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even probably let her go get food or. No, she couldn't
0: do anything. Right. No, she she had to stay there with the agents. Yeah. 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 So then um, she was, as you can well imagine, after flying from Los Angeles, a little annoyed. Well, not, but, 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 progress. Not that annoyed. Oh, good. Like, good. really was like, sort of like, yeah, it's not your fault. It's weird. Oh, good. Everybody, okay. she was like, everybody seemed to think it was really weird that we were at that gate. I was like, amazing. <laughs> like, oh. If they had been at the United gates. No big. Would I would have, have taken, been there. Yeah. When I would have been it there a like. Of seconds Yeah. I would have been there like seven minutes late. Yeah. So as I get there, I'm like, I need to go to the sea gates. And they're like, you have to take one of those buses. There's a bus that's totally empty that just takes off. I was like, wait, wait, hold that bus. She's like, you the, There'll be another one. The next bus pulls up. I like, hop on board, sit down. There was a couple that was right behind me. They get on board. We sit. We're there. And then that bus just waits. You had to wait for it to and fill it up. Just waits and waits. But they literally had sent as I landed, like, and said, I need to go to the sea gates. There was a completely. There was a bus with one person on it that pulled away. So then they wait. We wait. I was so annoyed. I'm like, so hold it was that also bus. Also
1: freestyle with the buses, like it's yeah, up
0: to the discretion of the driver, maybe. Correct. Because okay. I'm like, why are we waiting? There yeah. was a bus sitting waiting behind us. Like anyway, but you know, it was just one of those things. I was frustrated. Birdie's texting me. Mark's texting me. Of course, yeah. like everyone's like texting me. Yeah. The bus pulls away, and then literally. It was like we were on a Disney ride through, <laughs> through the Newark airport, <laughs> like as if there was a Disney, the most boring Disney ride of all time <laughs> taking you through Newark. Oh, my God. The history, the planes, the different airlines, the different terminals. <laughs> And all the while, Birdie's like, I don't understand what is happening. And I was like, you'll understand when we get back on this tram. You'll see. (laughs) Um, And then I went and I got the little bird. And she was really just excited to see me. And she wasn't really that grumpy about it, which was cute. Um, And I appreciated. Yeah. You know, we're growing. We're all growing. Yeah. And, And then we had to go back and get on the tram. Mm. Take our journey back to the, to the A terminal. (laughs) Birdie's like, what the, why, why did they do this? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't great. I'm not going to lie. It's so weird. Just like how
1: ununiform the policies are from airport to airport
0: And from airline to airline. And from airline to airline. day to day.
1: Yeah, it just, it changes every time. And then, like, when you're at the airport and they're, like, I've been at the airport a couple times within the past year or so where they're just, like, uh, just, like, the line's too long for security. Just, like, walk through here. It's fine. And I'm, like... (laughs) So, basically, what you're saying is that, like, it's kind of pointless. And if you wanted to, we could all just walk through here and it'd be fine. Like, you know. (laughs) Like, if you're exhausted or overwhelmed, they're doing the best they can. It's not their fault that we have to take off our fucking shoes and show our one ounces of conditioner or whatever.
0: Also, I do want to say, having had TSA pre-check literally forever at this point. Yeah. Like forever. Yeah. I have not gone through the shoe off (laughs) with the regs (laughs) in a long time. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I mean, I was like thankfully wearing thick socks and I was wearing my like um, Nikes that were like easy to slip on and off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The smell isn't great. (laughs) It's not great for that. Like, right that, like, I was just like kept getting hit. There were some teen boys, uh, like, right around us, right around me as I was trying to go through security. Like, yeah, it was, it's pungent. Yeah. The smell of feet in that, in that lane. And I just want you guys to know if you've ever considered upgrading to get the like global entry TSA (laughs) pre check thing. Highly recommend it if you have smell issues. with Because I was like, actually, I was like, whoa, is this what it always is like? Like, does it always stink like this over here? you Because of the feet? You probably just, yeah, you're
1: probably just near a pack of smelly boys. Because I've never had that complaint. But it does always make me sad when there's like a 90-year-old person in front of me. And they like are just trying their best to like get their shoes off and do whatever...
0: Okay, guys, you know what? I have really just gotten back out there in a way. Yeah. And I'm trying my best in lots of different versions. I'm super excited about our next sponsor, Talkify, because... Talkify is like a new way to meet other single people. It's kind of amazing. What if what if Talkify could help find what we're looking for? Because it's hard to meet great people to date. I have to say, you know better than anyone. I'm saying this with confidence, with con- with the confidence of a million people that also know that it's difficult to meet other people. And like the dating apps are so freaky. And you never know if the people that you're meeting are like online are like real, what their deal is. Are they just on a dating app, but they're actually secretly married? I don't know. It's scary
1: out there. And it seems like a lot of these apps are trying to like set you up to fail.
0: I agree. I agree. Also, it's just like awkward. But here's what Talkify is. It's the country's number one modern matchmaking service that's designed to help you achieve relationship success. They're trusted compatibility specialists, hand-select successful and compelling candidates. So you can date consciously and productively. And here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you and they learn what you're looking for in a partner. And then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you. They do background checks. Background checks, which, guys, we love. Today, um, we love it. Well,
1: now Talkify is going to conduct that background check that you've been dreaming of. Yeah.
0: Video interviews, and they ask the tough questions that are, like, honestly just too awkward for first dates. Then from there, your matchmaker plans your date introductions and handles all the communications for you, creating a very safe and stress-free dating experience... Talkify is committed to finding a match. 80% of clients met their person in the first 12 matches. What? That's amazing. That sounds amazing. I know. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash best. That's Talkify.com. It's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com slash best for 20% off when you become a client, talkify.com slash best. Guys, I just feel like, why not? Let's give this a shot. Let's give this a shot. You know what I mean? Why not? Oh, wild grain, wild grain. Are you looking to eat healthier? Do you want to save money on takeout this year? Obviously. But you want delicious food. Get wild grain. <laughs> is <Isn't> that good? <laughs> Told the whole story. It really yeah. did. I mean, it really did. And listen,
1: I think wild grain has a good point. I think this is the year to have more meals with family and friends at home instead mm-hmm. of going out. Mm-hmm. And wild grain is a huge reason to gather around the dinner table. Yeah. We're, we're living proof of that.
0: Uh, wild grain is actually the first ever Bake from Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, artisanal pastries. Guys, artis pastries. <laughs> 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 they're they're so good. It's so good. I have like allergies. I have I have like red nose when I eat certain kinds of wheat and gluten. I've got like tummy problems when I eat kind of some kinds of wheat and gluten. And they're not making these claims. I'm making these claims to you that when I bake these loaves of bread, I feel, Gina's barking because she wants it right now. Come on, stop. (laughs) I feel great. I feel great when I eat it. I don't feel like that normal heavy bread thing that I get from store-bought bread. Yeah.
1: Um, The bloating. uh Wild green uses a slow fermentation process. That's easier on your belly. It's lower in sugar and it's rich in nutrients and antioxidants. So maybe
0: it's that it must be that the other thing I love every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. I got the dinner, the sourdough dinner rolls last time I ordered in my box because I was like the bread, like the Loaf of bread is fantastic, but it's like special occasion vibes for us yeah. in our house. But like the little dinner rolls are so great because I pop two of those puppies in my toaster oven and it's like 10 to 12 minutes and it is done, done, <laughs> and done. And like Birdie and I, Birdie puts Nutella on hers. I do a little <laughs> um, grass fed butter and sea salt and Delicious. we are living our best lives. Eating that (laughs) delicious hot bread, guys. I love a hot (laughs) bread. It's so good. Plus, for every new member, Wild Green
1: donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good, you can feel good, and you can do... A lot of good for other people all at the same time. And you know what else we
0: love? I love the fresh frozen pasta because it cooks so fast. Last night, I got home from work super late. I was starving and uh, needed to eat immediately. And I had some like marinara and I was like, I just need some like fast, oh, I've got my- Wild grain fettuccine. Do you know uh, how fast that stuff cooks? Because it's fresh and it's yeah. frozen. You put it in the boiling water. It's done in like minutes, I swear. It was fast. It was fast. It was fast. super, super fast. Guys, I cannot tell you how much Casey and I really genuinely love wild grain. I was actually just thinking about a friend of mine and like, I'm like, I'm going to send them wild grain just like for fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, I'm like, just like as so a little nice. special treat, Yeah, you know, um, yeah. all you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com busy. Choose which type of box you want to receive and how often it's very easy to reschedule, to skip or to even cancel. And guys for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus, There are free croissants in every box, every box. So when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy to start your subscription, you heard me. Free (laughs) croissants, every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy. That's wildgrain.com slash busy. Or guess what? You can just use the promo code busy at checkout. Guys, get that wild grain on.
1: And the rules are always different. And again, I know these folks are overwhelmed at TSA, but like the way that they yell at you, like you're supposed to know the whimsical rules of the day. Right.
0: When they literally change it. Right. Moment to moment. Where they're like, ma'am, don't put your purse in a bin. And no, I'm no, like, no. oh, I didn't know. Electronics do not have to come out. Well, okay. Last time I traveled, they Yesterday. Yesterday, when I on my flew way,
1: in? On my way here, they did.
0: So, I mean... We're just all doing our best out here.
1: We're just trying. So, yeah. So, I just... That is a special kind of yelling at by the TSA, where I'm like, we just met, and this is the first time you're telling me this information, so you don't need to, like, raise your voice to me. There's no way I could have known this. It will be just as effective if you say it to me gently. But hundred they're like just doing it. And it's so weird because I'm like, I also just walked by eight stone faced people whose job it was to silently stare at the line. And any one of those people could have passed that information on to yeah. me. If Gently. you had like Gently had, had like a little meeting this morning, oh, by the way, tell all these dipshits
0: they don't have to take their electronics out today. Yeah. Like And also it would be nice if it was like if they said today. Yeah, I honestly, I just feel like if they added the word today, I would be, it would be so much more calming because yes. it's a little bit of form of gaslighting, isn't it? Yeah. Like where they're just like, you fucking idiot. You don't take your jacket off. And I'm like, wait, no, we, no, I know we took, I know I took my jacket off. I know on my way here, I had to take my jacket off. Yeah. What? Your phone doesn't need its own bin. Like, okay, they made me to put my... Phone in its own bin. I swear <laughs> to God, someone else did.
1: And then they're like, anything larger than a, you know, whatever, a bread box. And I'm like, I don't, we don't have those.
0: Wh- how large are bread boxes? I don't. You I know, don't I'm know. obsessed with getting a bread box. <laughs> you know, this has <laughs> like been, wait, this has been an ongoing, like, honestly, like an ongoing debate between me and Mark since the beginning of our marriage all the way through to now our cohabitation in the family home. I want a fucking bread box, Casey. I think now is the time
1: because in New York, you have had like some rodent problems and like a bread box is where it's at. It's like the right time, the right season of your life for a bread box.
0: It is. Guys, this is my bread box season.
1: What kind of what kind of red
0: box do you want? Do you want like just functional or like decorative? I mean, what is deck? I don't know. I need to I'm gonna Google right now. I don't know. You know, here's my mistake. I was at Marshall's or TJ Maxx. I can't remember which one. Sam Def. Sam Def. Like here in New York, like a year ago, maybe. Yeah. And I saw one on the shelf that was cute. And I didn't grab it because I was like, I didn't want to put up with Mark making fun of me for the bread box. Yeah, but
1: that's—it's a regret. It's
0: a regret. I, can't I wish Mark
1: making fun of anyone. He,
0: you can't. You've never seen him make fun
1: of me. No, does he like? He only does it in private, or he maybe he just never does it in front of me because he knows like it'll make me bummed.
0: He doesn't make. He's like um. It's like he's like um. Good-natured ribbing. Okay, yeah, yeah. I just can't. You know, like I, he'll yeah. laugh. Like he's like it's like he's entertained. Yeah. by my idiocy or insanity or oh, my interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. That's but so I funny. mean, occasionally I would say like he and the kids sort of gang up on me, which is like a very classic. Oh yeah, parent, especially yeah. mom thing, um, right? Obviously, yeah, obviously. Right, here I'm looking right now. William Sonoma's got an olive wood bread box, $159. Come on, guys. We're going to have to do better than that. CB2 has a matte white bread box, $36, but it's just looks like a caboodle. Oh, well, I
1: don't know. Get a bread
0: caboodle,
1: get a vintage bread caboodle.
0: Maybe this is something that I need to create for myself. Hold Everything Bread Box by William Sonoma, $129. William Sonoma, calm yourself down. It's, what a bunch of con artists. Here's what I'm going to say. These bread box makers. I think that's true. Mid-century Scandinavian enamel bread box, creamy white, used on Etsy, $89. I think that I should go back to Marshall's. (laughs) and see what's up with a bread box and see what kind of bread boxes. Oh, here's one on sale. Honey can do bamboo bread box. That's cute. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I'm not great. Fine. Anyway, you might might need to like customize a bread box or something. I'm just saying this is the first product that we put out as a fucking bread box. I don't know. (laughs) Guys, Casey and I have big news. We're starting our line of bread boxes. New
1: Homewares line. It our only item is a bread box. We've got a bread box,
0: and <laughs> we love it. Oh my gosh! Well, I I'm gonna do, I'm gonna focus on this. Yeah. This. Is oh my god. New- Target shop today to find bread boxes at incredible prices. <laughs> okay, Target. <laughs>
1: I feel like every online shopping – I know this isn't true, but I feel like every online shopping, like Google search results, I feel like it all goes to the same warehouse ultimately that is like – it's like Amazon's back door or whatever. Totally. It's 100% true. It's all the
0: same. Well, here's what I'm going to say. I found on thespruceeats.com the seven best bread boxes of 2023. <laughs> what? Tested, tested, and reviewed.
1: Who tested them? I don't know. How would you even get seven bread boxes?
0: Are there even seven, seven types available oh, for purchase? Oh, there are. Wow. Here's, okay, wait, ready? Best overall, creative co op enameled metal bread box at Amazon. And that one, she's cheap. Okay. Ew, but it literally looks like a little trash can that says bread on it. (laughs) That's like no. That's not best overall. I now they've lost me. I don't trust them. (laughs) They did pick the Williams Sonoma one as their best wooden one. So if I want to shell out 150 for that, yeah, best vintage inspired large turquoise bread box at Amazon. Mm, Mm. No, (gasps) wait, it comes in yellow. Mm. Oh, my tiles are yellow. I think that's kind of – I don't know. It looks kind of – the enamel boxes look like toolboxes. Okay. Guys, is this good podcast content?
1: Yeah. Is there another podcast about bread boxes? I don't think so. We're going to be number one on the Apple
0: iTunes – Bread box? Bread box (laughs) podcast chart this week. You know – what am I even doing? You know I'm going to buy this fucking (laughs) Williams-Sonoma one. You know (laughs) I am. I'm pretending. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys – too much, but wait, I'm wait for it to it. go on sale, though, busy
1: because there's no way in hell they're gonna. Oh, sell I actually out don't of don't like a, that one. One hundred fifty dollar bread box.
0: I liked that one that was on sale. Um, that I just saw on um whatever I said it was on. There was one on sale that the I bam, saw on the bamboo under hall. the shopping shopping. Yeah. Um, Saks Fifth Avenue.
1: Saks Fifth Avenue has a bread box.
0: Wow. Oh yeah, Macy's wow. has a bread box.
1: Well, Macy's I would expect they probably have a whole bread box department in their basement at Thirty Fourth Street. They
0: have a bread box floor, probably. I actually do think. I have to say, I do think the move is probably that I should just go to, um, like Marshalls and,
1: yeah, see what T. you J. get. Banks. Yeah, Marshalls and yeah. TJ Maxx, like Home they're like exciting in a way because it's like it's um you know, it's a mystery. It's like spinning the wheel of fortune. You don't know what they're going to have and they just you might never have know. something
0: great. Yeah. They might have it's something so unlike so fun to find out. Deep clearance. Okay, the, can I tell you why you this know. one's cute? The one that's on Well, this one's on sale and it's 45 bucks. Okay. It's kind of good. It has a little drawer that you can put a bread knife in. Oh, that's good. Oh, it seems cute. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Maybe I get this one. All right. Because the truth is I'm working now. I don't know if I have time. You don't know to go. if have time to I get know a if bread I have, box? I, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have time to like go to Marshall's and, you know, like. Why don't you ask the folks at Walmart if they have a bread box that they'll bring
1: to you? Because I bet you they do. You've been exploring your bread box curious and you're exploring that side of yourself.
0: I am bread box curious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to, you know what I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put a pin in it. I'm going to put a pin in it for now. Okay. All
1: right. But I I have faith though, that the right the right bread box will come to you.
0: Well, see, but I have had that faith as well, Casey, and it's now been years, years. Yeah yeah and my children eat like the sight of the um King's Hawaiian roll bag sitting out on my counter like' yeah, honestly, it's gonna drive you mad at this at this point. I'm like every time I see it, like a little piece of my soul dies, yeah.
1: Well, I'd love to tell you that it gets better, but like my kids are the age now where they like, they eat the family groceries, but they also, and which I think is great, they also work. And so one of the ways that they contribute is that like some, if there's certain foods that they want, they buy them themselves. You know, they buy it. They're, well, groceries they're almost themselves. like
0: roommates at this point.
1: Yeah. Especially, and especially Eli, because I don't think he'll mind me saying Eli and Lincoln are both very tall. Lincoln is yep. like a... Lincoln is like a solid guy. Like, he he looks like an athlete. Eli looks like maybe like a basketball player. He's very tall and very thin. And the way that he talked the other day, like, the way that people trigger warning, talking about diets and diet culture, if that bothers you, but I don't think that this is that upsetting. But the other day, um, the way that people diet and they watch their calories to like lose weight, that's the way that Eli does in reverse to try to keep weight on himself. Right. So he tracks his calories to make sure that he's Eating enough, and he has to eat. He has to eat like fucking Michael Phelps. And he's, and it's like, but like, a, what is he doing that's burning those cows? I don't get it. It's just his body. When he was a little kid, we had to put a mini refrigerator in his. Room, so he could like eat two times during the night. He was like so hungry all the time. You know,
0: Birdie is kind of like that too, and they are so similar in so many ways. Yeah, I don't know what that is their I blood don't...
1: sugar, like the way they
0: process things, maybe. Yeah, or that wow. like
1: it. You know, we always were like, well, he has like, he's like hyperactive a little bit. Maybe that constant movement, and he's like a super healthy eater too. So he's not eating anything that like really, you know, just packs in calories. He eats like a lot of nutritionally dense food. Anyway, he's been really proud of himself because he put on like a nice chunk of weight. And so he's like, look, you know, my jeans aren't baggy. I am, my face is filled out. And I'm like, you look amazing. And he's like, it's going to be a lot of work to, to keep this on, you know, as he's like standing there cooking like 24 eggs, you know, for the next week or whatever. Cause he like meal preps. And, uh, <laughs> And I was like, but you're doing good. Like, you're you're meal prepping, and, and I saw that you got a lot of groceries. And he was like, yeah, yesterday I let myself have a cheat day where – I hardly ate anything, and it just made me laugh so hard because I like... could also,
0: like, does he ever drink, like, weight gain shakes and stuff? He does, but they're gross, and, you know,
1: it's like... And they wind up being just as expensive as, like, real food, I think, sometimes. So he tries to just get it through, like, real food, but it's... He has to eat pretty constantly throughout the day. But he's, like, been to the doctor and everything and, you know, talked to him about all this and... So he's he's trying to um he and his brother have uh so far one day they went to lift weights in the park because I guess the park near us has uh weightlifting machines so they went to go use public weightlifting machines <laughs> to see what happened with that and uh we'll see we'll see how their how their fitness career goes forward but anyway but my po- my point is that there's like Bagels on our counter, bagels in our fridge, bagels Ugh. everywhere. Our kitchens full of bagels, like bagels in our little produce cart. Because I everybody think you has- could write
0: that as a children's book. <laughs> is what <I'm> say. <laughs> everybody
1: else. Bagels, a pre- bagels everywhere. Everybody has a preference of where they like their bagels kept. Cause like
0: sure. some, of us- some people, some people freeze. Some people cut and freeze. I'm right. a cut and freezer, by the way. Are you? Okay. Oh, yeah. We-
1: I believe in refrigerating bread products cuz we don't use them up that fast and mm-hmm. so they get moldy if slower if you put them in the fridge but some people don't like like what that does to the texture or whatever so they keep their bagels on the counter insisting that they will use up all the bagels it's you know You know what I I feel like we're we're really filling in uh this is like a delicious dish now from SNL <laughs> like <laughs>
0: Last night, the aforementioned starving when I got home from dinner yes, in another ad, but I got my green pans out and one of them I filled with water so that I could cook my pasta. (laughs) And the other one, I threw my ground turkey and my marinara in and I just cooked it right on up. And you know what? I felt great because I wanted to eat pretty healthy. I wanted to make sure that the pans I'm cooking on are not like leaching any disgusting things. And I know because I've been using Green Pan for like the last year yeah. and I feel confident. Green Pan introduced the world to ceramic nonstick cookware and they have over 150 patents to prove it. They're the leaders in creating cookware without harmful toxins. So why does making cookware with ceramic matter? It doesn't emit fumes when it's cooked. It conducts heat evenly. It's super easy to clean up. It allows you to cook with less oil or butter, making the foods you cook healthier.
1: I know how much you love a cute kitchen. So aside from various cookware collections, I know that you love that they also have appliances like slow cookers and waffle makers, bakeware and cutlery that's all crafted from recycled steel. And I'm being shallow, but it's very cute.
0: Well, my pans are so cute and they look so cute hanging on my little pot rack. And I didn't know they had the waffle maker, and now I'm going to have to get it. <laughs> no, and I really do. I really have to get that waffle maker. Yeah, you definitely do. And they've got a 60-day return
1: policy, so you have plenty of time to try them out and make sure a green pan is right for you. I have to say, my family is really, really rough on cookware. They just are. It's like a professional kitchen in there. Totally. And our green pans are holding up so beautifully, and they look just like new.
0: Um, I mean, I'm honestly obsessed with my green pans. It's the only thing I use. Um, And I just feel like green pan makes the most sense. Literally the most sense. They also own their own factories. So they make sure that their products live up to their standards. And they're making sure that in the production, they're doing everything to keep our world green. They're using recycled aluminum in all of their products. They have 50 employees dedicated to quality control because the best thing they can do for you and the environment is to deliver a product that lasts. Listen, it's 2023. If you're still cooking with pans made out of plastic, it's done. It's done. Head to greenpan.us and use promo code BEST and you're going to get 30% off your entire order plus free shipping on orders over $99. Guys, That's right. 30% off. Whether you buy one pan or an entire set, that's 30% off. So head to greenpan.us and make sure you use our promo code BEST. Athletic Greens, Athletic Greens, AG1, AG1, Athletic Greens. It's a classic. Athletic Greens. I love it. Athletic Greens. We love you. It's always there for us. No, you're a delight, Athletic Greens. And that's the truth. It is always there for us. It's a product that Casey and I both use literally every day. Her kids use every day. Listen, I want to keep up on my vitamin regimen. It's too much. It's too many it's too many vitamins. It's too many vitamins to take. I couldn't figure it out. I also am like, I need like this thing and that thing. And then we started working with Athletic Greens. I started implementing it into my life. And now I'm like, oh, it's the easiest version of this thing. These are the kinds of things that I always want to do to take care
1: of myself. But when it's too laborious when it's too labor intensive, I end up giving it up after a few days. And so then it doesn't do me any good. Athletic greens, one scoop in a cup of water. It couldn't be simpler to do every day.
0: So what is this stuff? Okay. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. We love an adaptogen to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all of the things that you need to focus on. Guys, there are many reasons why you could try Athletic Greens, but the most important one is that truly... You got to take control of your own life and your own health. And like you want to stay the healthiest you can for your friends, for your family, for the people that love you. And AG1 Athletic Greens is very lifestyle friendly. It's keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, no artificial anything, still tastes literally delicious. We love it. We love it. (laughs) Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes. It's trusted by leading health experts. Guys, and Casey and I like it. So it can't be, (laughs) you know what I mean? You gotta like it. You're gonna like it. I'm just saying you're gonna like it. Take it from us. Listen, guys, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially because, listen, cold and flu season seems to be constant, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com busy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com busy to take ownership over your health, and to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Wait, but I mean, since we're already talking about diet culture, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. Because I was talking to a friend about this recently, and they were like, wait, what? And you know how we've like, well, I need to say three more things. Okay, say three. Number one. Re Ozempic, Munjaro, et cetera, which is the conversation we've had before. And everybody's like, and people have feelings. People have feelings. I want to say this, that I feel like I don't think I've said yet. And I don't think I've heard anyone say. Okay. But you know that every male actor, like over the age of like, 40 or 45 is on HGH and testosterone, right? Like every, like, (laughs) no, I'm serious. Like every ripped, every male actor who's got like lots of muscles. Yeah. Who's over a certain age. Yeah. Has been on testosterone and HGH. This is a thing that I learned about first, I don't know, at least a decade ago. Yeah. And I was like, why don't ladies have that? Like if we have to meet like an impossible standard, those of you who might, have been or are a bit older or have older boyfriends or husbands or men in your lives, you probably have noticed it's very difficult. Like Casey's talking about her son gaining weight at his age. It's also for a lot of men gets very difficult as they age to like retain muscle mass, to like be ripped, to keep weight on, all of those things. And, you know, a lot of these male actors, not a lot, I mean, like literally... Okay. Any of these guys that are like huge muscles, they're like taking, you know, like some kind of steroids. Right. And right. or hormones like injecting. Or... Yeah. and And testosterone yeah. and like injecting stuff. And again, when we look at like how the patriarchy affects every piece of our lives in terms of, like, the information we consume, the media, the messages that we're given, like, all of those things, I have never once seen a cover story about HGH and testosterone ever. Right, right. Half of fucking Los Angeles, half of the men in Los Angeles are on HGH and T. And, like, I have never once heard anyone talk about how the unattainable, like, bodies... Of a lot of our favorite male stars, right, are unattainable because they're also like medically helped. Right. Bolstered and a
1: lot of at, ath- at different athletes, times,
0: a lot of athletes,
1: by the way, too. And that I'm I'm talking like even going down to like high school, like if if a kid shows enough promise to to like go somewhere in sports. Sometimes they have people pushing these things well, on them to- there's
0: different because there are different supplements and different kinds yes. of steroids that yes. aren't like the as you you know you know like there are certain steroids that are illegal in professional sports and the Olympics and things like that, right right, because it gives people such an unfair advantage right but there are lots that are not right <laughs> illegal right, and I just like. Was thinking about, I was talking again at a fucking dinner party, and someone, a, a dude, brought up Ozempic to me and was like, Do you know like a ton of people on it? And I was like, I don't fucking know, dude. Right. But here's right. what I do know like, in the same way that I don't know all of the male actors that are on HGHT, like, I know that they're out there. And like, it's part of the fucking job. They're playing superheroes, they're right. fucking, you know, playing. Like whatever, like secret a, a, agents action, secret yeah. agents they're jumping out of fucking airplanes at seventy two years old, whatever. <laughs> like you don't get that body without medical help and like right, and the fact that everyone has now become fixated on whether so and what this actress has ozempic oh, body or this actress or this person it's like, go actually fuck yourselves, right because you are just. All of you right even you fucking body paws bitches like go fuck yourselves because you're just buying into the same fucking double standard that has existed literally forever and like who cares stop talking right. about people's bodies period
1: right that's what that's kind of the point the overall point that
0: and- If you're so like, you're so fucking out. This is just the culture that we live in. Like movies are, movies and television shows are like not real life. You know what I mean? Right. And like those men, men like that in real life don't look like that. Right. And like, whatever. Um, As a person who can like literally lose and gain 20 pounds in a matter of two weeks. You've seen it. You've (laughs) seen it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: It's been like, you know, I've gone through periods in my career where I'm like, Right. Yeah, I know. It's it's
1: interesting. I just feel like I don't know the reasons anyone's doing anything. And I don't want to know because it's like, I'm just, I don't, let me say this. If I decided to change my body or something happened to my body, I think like maybe the only person I'd really talk to about it is Matt. Because he would have like the, but he's really the only person I feel close enough to, to like discuss it. You know what I mean? And that's not to say that I'm not close with you or anyone, like me? any of my close friends. We just don't mm-hmm. talk about stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's so weird to me whenever anyone, and that I'm talking about like literally any comment like, You look so tired or, like, are you sure you're okay because of, like, a certain way that – I mean, like, I just – I'm just waiting, like, until people come to me and tell me, like, I want to talk about my body with you. Otherwise, I'm never bringing it up. So that's just, like – that's my line on – Like HGH or Ozempic, whatever people are doing. I mean, listen, have I looked at someone's enormous skull before and said to myself, oh, that person's on HGH? Yes.
0: Because you're, in case you don't know. But I feel like, I feel like, I feel like the, I feel like Gen Pop isn't really in tune with the H. They don't really know. Well, that's why I'm saying,
1: in case you don't know, like one of the risks is that like you're, skull actually grows. And so like sometimes when you see someone who's like a very muscled older gentleman and like his teeth are getting farther and farther apart, like he has spaces between his teeth that are growing. I think it's because his skull is growing because of taking Wait, HGH. you and Matt,
0: we talked about this book on this podcast, but that Breathe book? Yes. I just, okay, you know, I never read it. Yes. But it popped up because I was looking up some sinus stuff the other day again. Uh Uh-huh. And there was like a before and after of this guy who had gone from mouth breathing to nose breathing. Mm -hmm. And it was like within a year, his entire fucking face changed. Yeah. Like it got like bigger.
1: That's like, it's so weird because I wonder like, okay, so you know with like, Incels, I guess. Is that what we, we're still calling them incels? I guess. Like these guys that feel like they um are owed sex? Yeah, kind of, or they feel like women dismiss them because they're not, I think Chad's is what they call them. Like handsome. What are Chads? I think they're handsome guys. Um, and well, so they- honey,
0: come sit next to me
1: because never <laughs> in my life, not once. <laughs>
0: I'm kidding. Mark's so attractive.
1: (laughs) A lot of them are obsessed with, like, their jawlines and stuff and doing these exercises to, like, make their jawlines snatched. Which I think is so funny because I think a lot of them would also dismiss, like, women watching, like, uh, contouring videos on TikTok or whatever to learn how to do that. Also, so their jawline looks snatched. Whatever. But, um... But I wonder if this book is popular with incels because it talks a lot about how, like, if we never were mouth breathers, like, how different, like, the alignment of our teeth and how our skulls would grow in would be. But that also, to some extent, you can change the sort of shape of your face or whatever by not being a mouth breather and also by chewing gum a couple hours a day, like— And it, I mean, listen, it makes sense. Like you have muscles in your face. Why wouldn't they look
0: a little more toned if you exercise them every day, you know? I've seen those things like those um, face exercise videos and stuff and like, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I certainly like to, I like to rub my face a lot. (laughs) Well, that's (laughs)
1: probably good for your face too. Here's the things I never believe in. Whenever people are like, you have to rub your face like a certain way, or you're going to like stretch out your skin forever. I don't really believe I don't that because I'm like, well, it's not like you're not doing something mechanically for like a thousand times or whatever. So I'm not really like super paranoid about like rubbing or tugging on my skin because I feel like eh. if my skin gets destroyed from doing that, well, then it was we weren't meant to be, you know? Um, but I do believe in like those facial muscles. Muscle exercises, like it seems like it does work for people. Will I ever do them? Will I ever devote time to doing them? That's another question.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I do get like facials a fair amount, so yeah. I feel but you like don't, that.
1: you don't do like face workouts.
0: Not yet, but. <laughs> I there's may start. There's one
1: that I try where they're like, pu- like smile and then like pull down on like the apples of your cheeks and then try to like look up and like hold it. And I'm like, it's just so uncomfortable. And what is that supposed to do? I don't know. It's supposed to like make your like that, like the mid, your mid face, like the muscles get toned
0: up. And I'm just like, uh, there's a million
1: um, face yoga. Exercises. I would like, yeah,
0: I would. Okay. Maybe I'll look into some face yoga. I mean, cuz I did see a dermatologist who was like trying to talk to me about filler and I was like I can't mm. I'm not going down that road yeah. I'm really not guys don't worry about it I told you I'll get that um lower eye surgery but I definitely am not going to um not I'm fillers. I'm not mm-mm. no I can't I can't I can't I've seen I'm it's not, not I want you to go to mm-hmm. my dermatologist in New York
1: before you make any decisions cuz she's really great and she Like, does beautiful cosmetic work, but that's not her like her main thing is like like the health of your skin. And she's really great. And I think it's I love the health of skin. Going to see her.
0: I mean, Um, I use so many products and I've got so many
2: things. Yeah. and And she never
1: tried to sell me anything. And like I told you, she denied me the use of fillers for like a good seven years before she was like, I can give you a little bit. That's it. And then she saved my little half a vial of filler. For to get like a touch up months later, which wasn't or however long later. It was not I nice. mean, is that is that okay? Can we I mean she's a doctor, so she would know however I guess. Know, I guess
0: I guess. She, I, I'm she's kidding. really
1: fancy and her office also um has a good uh coffee and soft drink bar and chocolate if you want Excuse chocolate. Me? So that alone makes it worth
0: it. Okay, wow. Can hey, wait listen? <laughs> yeah. Um Wait, what the fuck's happening with the like the I don't care. I actually don't care. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna ask. I I'm like actually not. What were you gonna ask? Um I don't care. I don't wanna ask about it. Okay. I decided this is not I, I am gonna ask Mark, can I tell the mystery story? <laughs> Wait, going back to never hearing Mark making fun of you,
1: mm-hmm. I felt so bad that I kind of made fun of Mark when we were in Newark, New Jersey, speaking of, for our live show. <laughs> but I don't know why it was so funny to me. That what did you do? I don't remember. We were walking out to the car together, and Mark had his phone, and then he put his phone in his back pocket and his flashlight was on (laughs) (laughs) and I said ha ha Mark's flashlight is on his phone it's the new toilet paper stuck on your shoe and Emily Beebe and I started laughing so hard (laughs) And he was, like, he just, like, lightly chuckled and then took his phone out and turned. But I was, like, I don't know why it is so funny to me when people put their phone in their back pocket and the flashlight is still on. And I don't even know why I thought it, like, was appropriate to be, like, ha-ha, Mark's flashlight is on.
0: Um, <laughs> That's kind of amazing. We were dying. <sighs> <laughs> what? So if it there's like, like a the s- flashlight thing is. Really embarrassing. I have to say, it does why feel. Is
1: it so why is it so
0: embarrassing? I and don't know. I can never turn my own
1: flashlight off. Like no matter how many times I try, it makes me laugh every time when I see someone with the flashlight on in their back pocket. If there's a psychologist out there, please tell me why that is so funny to me.
0: It does because it does seem like it's like a thing that old people do. Like old people aren't <laughs> like old people aren't good with technology, and they don't even know where the flashlight is. Like you know what I mean? And and also. So, but also, like I would say, I think they moved that little um, speaker icon to do voice to text. Oh, right. So, and probably... I have been accidentally hitting it, and then just like I'll look down, and my entire conversation with like <laughs> Yancey as he's doing my hair is <gasps> in like a bubble to send to someone sure. and I'm like do not send <laughs> that no <gasps> um Marcus oh had some weird mysteries happening shit he's not getting back to me I really want to tell you the one mystery story one mystery is that his three favorite hats have gone missing oh. and it's a real mystery he cannot find them and I'm not helping in looking so they may never be found, I guess, is the oh, point. Interesting. interesting. Um, but that's not the bigger mystery. Oh, he said, sure, I can tell. Okay. Okay, great. So, <laughs> I'm already laughing about it. <laughs> so, you know, you got to find joy where you can find it, guys, is all yeah. I'm saying. So, like, two and a half weeks ago, I don't know where... I was or where he was, but we were not in the same home, and it was like kind of late at night. Yeah. And a text came through from him and he was like and it was a forward of an email and it just said WTF. And the email was, "Thank you so much for signing up for our subscription service. We look forward to hearing how you like the products." Da 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 da. And the products were men's overnight diapers. And, like diaper cream for men, that's like Casey, and he was like, "Is what is like what the fuck?
1: Like, yeah. right? I mean, those I, are great products
0: to have if you need them, but Mark doesn't. And also, like, just given like that he's you know back on the market now, right? As, right, as a single person and. You know, he likes to stay youngish, even though yeah. he's, you know, getting a little older, but like aren't we all we're all sure. getting a little older? Sure. I think Mark's a catch, I'm gonna say. One hundred. Um, a hundred. And and he's, you know, anyway, he's not he doesn't need and he doesn't mean if, you, if somebody does, yeah. that's great. But it's it's a little bit the implication is that you're like an elderly. Right. Person, right. maybe. Right. You know? I'm not trying to be, like, ableist. Do you know what I mean? But no, it's just of like, course like, Yeah. He of just... Course, it, but it's just, it's like... It's
1: mysterious because he didn't order that for himself, nor does he use those things.
0: Nor does he ever use those things, nor does he even know what this is, and they seemed to, like, have his information and all this stuff, and, like, he had been, like, signed up for this thing. So then I was, like oh, I don't like that. Like that makes me feel uncomfortable. Like it's like a prank from somebody or it's like like a mean prank or they're trying to be mean. Right. Or and, or somebody got your information from something or somebody stole your credit. I don't even know. Like I just right. don't like it. Right. But so then he went on the website of this thing and was trying to like figure it out. And he's like, I'm definitely not putting any of my information in, you know? Yeah. But um, he's like, it seems like I don't, it seems like I'm not really signed up. Like, it seems like it maybe was a phishing scam, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, two days later, he forwarded me, he, like, couldn't let it go, I think. Yeah. He forwarded me, like, he Googled it, and yeah. there are all these reviews from men that are like, I don't know what this is. I did not sign up for this. I didn't, I don't need these products, but somehow I'm, getting them now monthly delivered to my door, blah, 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 blah. And I said to Mark, well, that is fucking weird, right? Yeah. But like, also you seem to think that um, it like you aren't really signed up, right? Like maybe those people like accidentally put their info in or like confirmed their information right. or something. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, like, the okay. subscription. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's what I'm like, Proposing as a possible theory, yeah, that Mark was on some mailing list, right? Where they had his age, right, and information about him, mm-hmm. and that and that mailing list sold the mailing list to this company, right? That's what I like. That's what I imagine yeah. now. Probably happened. And Happens not like all the time, right? And it's not some sort of like um, attack to make Mark feel bad about his age. Right. 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 Okay. And he was like, yeah, no, I didn't put anything in. So I think I'm good. Three days ago, I'm like, you're never going to fucking believe this, Mark. They showed up. They came. I I I have like this huge package and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? But wait, we can't find a charge on either of our cards. Like I do not understand what this is, what this scam is, what the deal is. Like, I really so don't weird. get it. So, like, is we the tra- haven't been charged.
1: Okay, and you know all of your like what every one of his charges I do. is, and he does too. Because I wonder because I've had things before where I'm like, I've not been able to figure out my charges, but it's because like the company is like a totally different
0: name, or you know, oh for sure, or like yeah. if you do something through I don't know Venmo or you know a right. lot of times like. Not Venmo, but there's one of them, there's one of them that where it doesn't show you what it is. Right, right. Where I know that's like I've like had issues with that before where I'm like, I don't know what that charge is. And then I find out it's like definitely something legitimate that I spent money on. But I'm like, oh, I did not spend (laughs) six hundred dollars at whatever. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I did. Right. But isn't that weird and a mystery? Anyone else out there, are you receiving Mysterious packages that you didn't pay for of adult diapers. That's so interesting. And Mark's the one that got all those weird
1: Amazon packages before too, right?
0: Yes. (sighs) That we could never, we've never figured out to this day. It's aliens are gaslighting American men. Timeline, time, timeline jumps. I don't know. I just is feel this a like, time travelers? Like, is this is time travelers' wife.
1: All these UFOs that we've been seeing, maybe a bunch of lady aliens, women aliens, were like, "Let's mess with men and send them we packages fuck with them. and make fuck them, with them make them check their credit cards and not and get seeds from Amazon and not understand what they are or how it happened." That's really strange. Oh my God. I have
0: to tell you, I have to tell you, I think it's so weird. Huh. Interesting. And he's like, not at this point, he's not like pressed about it particularly because I mean, it's we can't find a charge anywhere. So it's not like we're like paying for a thing. Like I'm just going right. to donate them. But like, how weird. That's so how strange.
1: strange.
0: That's I know. so
1: strange. I don't even know. I can't even. Yeah, I'm I mean, maybe this company thinks that that's like a great marketing plan or something like get them hooked on these products. But it just seems like you're making people more like scratch their heads more than anything.
0: It's a big it's a big investment in confusing people. It's a big investment to just confuse the shit out of everybody. But also like the funniest thing is just that he found like multiple reviews online that were like, I don't know what this is or how I got. I don't want this. Please stop sending it to me. Like, please. I don't get it.
1: That is so interesting.
0: What is that business model? (laughs) I don't know. And then my mind goes
1: to like, is it some kind of like business like scam where this like, is it like a front for like laundering money or something. Right. Like, you're like, oh, I'm a I'm a, an adult diaper subscription business person. But really, like, I'm just pretending that all of the money that I have from selling cocaine is from diapers or whatever that people paid me for. You know what I mean? Like, I've been watching Snowfall too much is, I guess, the point.
0: I think that um, that's
1: actually like, the point.
0: Is the no. CIA
1: sending adult diapers to Mark so that they can pretend that they're a business person so that they can like fund a war in some other country or something,
0: you know? I mean, at this point I'm not putting anything past anyone. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like how we kind of said like, like with the aliens, like I'm not, I'm not shocked. Like at this point, anything, as far as I'm concerned, Anything is possible. If it we was like a,
1: a gaggle of snickering woman aliens, or yeah. the the CIA, could be either. Because, like, think about it. Think about it. Okay, he here's where I think I should have pursued more a life in in
0: scripted drama. Mm. This like not too CIA, late. I'm just gonna say not too late. <laughs> if the CIA was like, do you want to know it, my big idea? Well, let me first maybe say you this. should write it with me. Okay, okay uh, you do you do that. So
1: if we, the CIA was like, what is like a cover that we could do to like launder money to so that we could fund whatever anywhere in the world, who is the least likely group to speak up about something like this? <gasps> Men who've been sent random diapers that they didn't order. You know what I mean? Like... Like they, like you said, Mark's not pressed about it. I bet most of the guys that are getting these don't care that much about it. But other guys who are getting them and are stressed about it, like maybe they don't like want to make a big deal publicly about it to get to the well, bottom. Well, I will of- say when
0: it first happened, he was like a little bit, just like. Well, you said yeah, he, like, he thought maybe like his feelings were hurt or like someone sent <laughs> it for a honest. prank or yeah. something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like he felt like his feelings were kind of hurt. He was like, that's this feels really mean, like, why would somebody want to be mean to me and just say that I'm like old and I need diapers now? And I was like, oh, uh, it's probably not. Yeah. Well, Who no, knows? it's definitely not that.
1: Oh, <sighs> what a weird, a weird, it's so weird. It's so weird. And I just feel like it's a big investment to make, as we said, to confuse people. But if it's an investment that's covering for another big chunk of money, you know, then it's not that big of an investment. You know what I mean? If I'm missing next well, week. Well,
0: again, okay, not to be, and I'm not like, in, I know, you know, I am a hundred percent not, wanting to, in any way, shape, or form, trivialize, like, the attacks on the LGBTQIA community right now in our country. Yeah. But I really do believe that the politicians putting forth these things are being controlled by, like, a larger organization or group of people that are using it as a distraction for what the, they're really fucking doing. I don't know what they're really fucking doing. But right. I just don't... I, I think that they have found you know, uh, a thing that they feel like they can control the, like, Christian right-controlled minds, hive mind or whatever Yes, by, like, tapping into this thing so that they can, like, then do all this other fucking shady shit on the side while everybody is, like, drag queens, you know? And then—and we're all, like— And we're all focused, I mean, by the way, and it's also causing all of us to be focused on like defending our friends and like showing up and like trying our best to, to help communities in these states and- and then, but then, what's happening? Like, what are we missing? I guess. Yeah. Is my
1: point. I, I mean, I don't think you're trivializing anything at all because I think you know we've long known this, and it's always been known as like red meat that the right throws out to their base, and right, right, so, right, you know, right. and red meat is like something like a to red chew herring, on.
0: except, except. It's they wouldn't eat herring. Right, exactly, so exactly. So meat, got it. Uh-huh. It's
1: red That's meat funny. to like, you know, to for the right to dine on. And so I think like the attacks on black people, all people of color, the LGBTQIA plus community, um, I think the attacks on women, I think the attacks now on books, uh, that we're seeing. Well, the books
0: thing is so fucking nuts. You know, Abdi's book has been, did you, I mean, I posted yeah, about it. I'm sure saw you that. saw. Here's the
1: thing that's so weird about the books is that literally, like, anything could be banned for any reason, particularly with respect to children's books because they're like, this one teaches disrespect, and this one teaches violence, this one teaches— it, But it's like, yes, children's books have conflict in them. That's, like, the point of them. That's how children learn from them is that, like, there's, like, a little bit of a journey for the character where they learn, like, oh, you know, it's okay to be frustrated, but it's not okay to act out my frustrations. I've learned a lesson. Like, that's the point of books, you know? And so, I mean— It's like the flip side of the coin where a lot of times where you see people that I think are like, you think of as more liberal, like, and I I think it's usually like younger people, but not always younger people calling for like a protest against a show because a a character is toxic. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point of a show. Like, if there wasn't a villain in the show, it would just be like, um, you know. It, it wouldn't be a show it would just be like hanging out
0: like it wouldn't be a story now
1: yeah it wouldn't be a story
0: we are definitely not um in a time where um, nuance is right right being is a- is allowed to exist right right and where you know as we often say yeah where bitches are allowed to contain multitudes Yeah, because it really feels like in this moment right now, we're at this like it's like keeps ramping up and ramping up and ramping up. Right. And it's a bummer because I wish that there was a way to diffuse, you know, like you guys have all I'm sure I would imagine that a lot of people listening to this have had like unhealthy ish relationships in the past. And then you, like, have a healthier relationship in the future. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. So, when I'm in conflict, like, it doesn't have to always go one this way. Right. Because if the person meets me with humor or if the person meets me with logic or if the person meets me, I mean, it's totally dependent on how your brain works. Right. And, like, your conflict resolution, right? Yeah. And, like, the secret of finding partners and friends that you're able to have really good conflict resolution with is that you're able to, like, find that way to get through things without escalating one another. Right. You know? Yeah. And I feel like our entire country is just in this fucking space of escalating one another. As opposed to, like, trying to actually... And it's weird. It's weird because I just – I literally don't know what the answer is. I don't know well, what the
1: answer it's, is. Well, here – here's the answer I think for us when, you know, when you were talking about – it's not an answer. It's not a solution, but I think it's an answer if that makes mm-hmm.
0: sense. Sure. When you
1: were talking about how, you know, not to minimize anything, that these are all distractions. Well, we mm-hmm. just know that logically. Uh, you know, you can't w- – We're past the point where we can wonder whether or not this is a distraction. We 100% know it's just a distraction because with Donald Trump as like the default, the past and possibly future leader of the Republican Party, we know that those people don't give a fuck about any of the supposed values that they're, you know what I mean? Like, you don't care about books that will, like, shape behavior in a child if Donald Trump Trump is who you want on television. You don't care about, you know, infidelity or, or any type of loss of values. You know, like, we know these things are hypocritical. We know that there are... Gay people in the Republican Party. We know that George Santos, like, did drag. You know what I mean? So the fact that they're. And has lied
0: about literally everything. And has
1: lied about literally everything. So, you know, the fact that he's not out on his ear the next day for having ever touched drag. We know that that's like a false care that they have. They don't care. They don't don't care. They just want it so that, like, This is the daily news cycle, and we're not paying attention to whatever else is going on, you know? And you're right. Who knows what it is? Who knows what it is? That's the
0: thing. There's no way to fucking know.
1: But they have us like really like it's for people like you and me and all our friends and everyone we love, they really have it so that we're like getting it from all sides. Like and we're exhausted. We're exhausted and, like, overstimulated and just, like, fighting all the time. And then I don't know if, like, the point is to, like, exhaust us to, like, to finality so that we're, like, whatever, like, then pops up, we have no energy or wherewithal to battle it or what. I don't know. But I definitely know that they don't give a rat's ass about any of this, you know, any of anything that... They're making policy about all the
0: time, you know, like it's, they don't care. They, but it's like so wild that people think that, well, that they are able to convince people that they do or that they should. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. It's just fucking crazy to me.
1: Right. Like, I think the name of the game is oppression and they don't care how they do it. And if like they don't succeed doing it one way, they'll think of another way to do it. You know, and they'll just make it legal because that's they're trying to also like shut down democracy. So, you know, they can't like there's no way that we should be banning books like that's literally.
0: It's insane.
1: Fascist shit. It's you know? fascist
0: shit, guys. Where's Kevin Bacon? <laughs> I don't know. What's man. next? Dancing?
1: I mean, maybe you know what I mean. Like, maybe it's it seems. Oh, I know what you mean. It seems like a joke, but maybe you know, it it, that may be what where we're headed. But it definitely feels like a distraction. Anyway, we all know this. We all know this logically.
0: I know, but like that's the the trick, right? Like it's like it continues to be such a trick because even I am like we're going to have to focus on my energy here. And like gets, you get spun up about, you know, that, whatever. And right. then, yeah. And then I do, I wear myself out. It wears me out. Right. Fucking wears me out, guys. Right. And
1: they, and then um, people get to the point at different points where, you know, and we've complained about people in our lives who have been like, I just don't look at the news. Like it's, it's too sad for me or it's too, but I'm sure that's where they're hoping we will all arrive at some point where we're just like, oh, I don't I don't even look at that anymore because like, well, A, I can't because social media is fucked up, which also seems like part of the whole deal um, where we get our news. All the rest of our news is like corporate led. It's not like true journalism and we're like right. losing, losing independent journalism every day in public journalism we're losing every day and so like we're all just going to be getting the same news Um, you know like everybody's just going to locally read press releases from whatever like big corporation that now owns their news affiliate and so yeah so it's definitely
0: a distraction speaking of distraction yeah what's happening I hear (laughs) ding-dongs I hear ding-dongs too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, Birdie just got up. The babysitter is here. I have to shower so I can go do this Walmart job. So we'll have to do part two later.
1: Okay, great. But well, okay, let's start part two with your big idea. Um, All right. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay. Talk to you soon.
0: Guys, this episode brought to you and us by Cariouma.com. It's a very cool, sustainable sneaker that's loved by surfers and skateboarders. And they've like reimagined very classic sneakers, but with you and the planet in mind. And they're so cute. They're so cute. They're so so cute. And so so comfortable. comfortable. Yes. Crafted with organic cotton canvas in spring shades, like rose, off-white, green, the best selling Oka Low is going to become your literal staple shoe for the season. You can wear it with dresses. You can wear it with shorts. You can wear it with jeans. You can wear it however you want to wear it. And lucky for you, they just cleared their like over 77,000 person wait list. Can you imagine? Yeah. People were like on that list, man. I get it. They're so cute and so comfy and I love them. And they do like very cool colors. They do bold prints and they do rad collaborations with different brands like Avatar, Pantone. I got some of the Pantone ones. My favorite. Yes. I I got the lavender.
1: Oh, nice. Mm. I got magenta.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Of course. Of course. And I,
1: I need the green and peanuts. I want the peanuts collab.
0: I mean, I actually really want the peanuts collab. And you know who's <laughs> going to want them as your friend Andy Cohen. No, <laughs> yes, him that, true, I swear true. to God. <laughs> um, but like, honestly, there's a pair for every personality with over 33,000 five-star reviews. It's no wonder that this very ultra comfy Celeb favorite style is flying (laughs) off the shelves. I mean, honestly, it's very comfortable.
1: Yeah. Those, those, you know, the kind of sneakers that we're talking about, like they're very stylish and they're very in fashion, kind of like geared towards skaters or surfers, but they're never comfortable is the thing. And I'm like, need to be comfortable years old. So these have custom designed cork and memory foam insoles, which make sure first that they fit perfectly, but then they're so comfortable to just, I've stood in them all day the other day and it was, I was fine. I was a-okay.
0: I mean, listen, Kariuma is a B Corp certified sustainable sneaker company. And for every pair of sneakers sold, Kariuma plants two trees, not one, but two, two That's trees. Amazing. They've already planted over 2 million trees, 2 million trees to date. Um, I'm obsessed. I also got, like new little cute white ones in the in the pantone collection that are like white with red so that cute. i'm just like very into wearing with my little like spring dresses i really yeah. think it's cute and like a little like Um, red and white striped top, like a little French vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Listen, the other thing, Kiriuma ships all their sneakers for free and very fast in the USA. They offer worldwide shipping and 60-day free returns. They deliver right to your front door using single box recycled packaging. And for a limited time, Busy Phillips is doing her best. Listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Cariuma sneakers, go to cariuma.com slash best and you're going to get 15% off. That's cariuma.com slash best for 15% off only for a limited time. Sakara (laughs) Life. Oh, Sakara Life is also another original, like OG, OG. Busy Phillips is doing
1: her best supporter.
0: Supporter, but also brand that Busy Phillips supported. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Pre-podcast. Well,
1: I was going to say, like, they've been supporting our nutritional well-being for a long time, since before this podcast was even a glimmer in our eye.
0: I mean, we literally, it was not. It was definitely <laughs> not a glimmer in our eye. When we were doing Busy Tonight, uh, I frequently would return to Sakara because, honestly, I found that when I was doing the Sakara delivery program, like with the meals that they delivered to me, it's like plant-based nutrition. And I felt like I just had more energy to get me through like our days of working. I knew that like the food that I was going to eat was going to be healthy and like full of all the things that I needed, the nutrients and the proteins and like all of the wonderful things. Plus it made my skin glow. It didn't make my stomach hurt. It like helped my digestive system, eased my bloating and like, my energy levels were like consistent and up, which is, you know, honestly, kind of what you always want, always. Yeah, it's like having a nutritionist
1: and a chef all in one and whatever your eating goals are, whether you're trying to manage your weight or have clearer skin or better energy, like they got you on
0: that. They've got you. The meals are ready to eat. They're delivered to your door. And honestly, Saqqara delivers science-backed, plant-rich nutrition programs, wellness essentials right to your door. They're ready-to-eat meals, are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and eased bloat to just boosted energy and clearer skin, whatever your goals are. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to sakaracom best or enter code best at checkout. That's Sakara S A K A R A dot com slash best to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash best. It's like literally nothing has changed. I mean, I don't
1: I just like in terms of what we're trying to do with our lives, like I just... I don't even know. Because the fact that there have been multiple mass shootings since we started this is fucking crazy.
0: There have been 38 since March. Just in March. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I mean, it's just like... (sighs) I really noticed yesterday that, like, people that I really respect and, you know, just moved on. They were just like, anyway, I have a comedy show tonight. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, what the fuck are
0: we supposed to do? By the way, I was working all day yesterday on that Walmart job. Yeah. And wasn't on social meds or I really wasn't really on my phone because it was, like, a live event thing that I was doing. So, like, I couldn't. I yeah, was like couldn't. just focused on work the whole right. time. Yeah. that I was there, which is just rare because normally like when you're on set, you know, there's right, yeah. a lot of downtime. Yeah. Um but not yesterday. And so then in the car on the way home, look look at my phone for the first real time like the you know. Yeah. The thing that we do. Right. And I was just like, what the, f- what, what? Right. And then, uh, I got home. Well, I'm going to be very real. I sort of like, was like, ugh, I just shut, I just shut my phone. Yeah. I like, didn't actually read. Right. About it. I just right. was like, what the fuck? And then I shut my phone. And then um, Mark was texting me, you know, because he's with Cricket. Yeah. And and I said, I just can't believe there's been like another fucking shooting. And he said, I know nine-year-olds, Cricket's like Cricket and her friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then I like almost threw up and started like sobbing hysterically. And I didn't even have space to like register it you know right? what i mean yeah
1: well i mean how many <sighs> how much space is there inside a person like if there is like i was i was full the first time you know like how many times can we like i i hear to me it sounds like you feel a little guilty for not reading about it and i just feel like you can read about it but it doesn't do any good You know what I mean? You can tweet about it. It doesn't do any good. You can march about it. Doesn't do any
0: good. No, I know. Nothing changes. So what the fuck are we supposed to do? I literally don't know. It's... I literally don't know. It's like... It feels so defeating. And it feels like more and more... Absurd and like off the fucking rails and, like, who are these people with these fucking Christmas cards with the guns? It's like we live in a fucking movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't... I'm having a hard time processing it any other way than, like, this is fiction and it's fucked. Like, it is a weird parody of what life is. You know? Like, this is not right like that picture of the whatever senator the state senator whatever the fuck that guy is with all of his children his three children all hold that that live in that neighborhood right know, right and all holding their fucking i don't even know what what are those guns called AK47 AR, AR- ARs 15. ARs right AR15s like holding their fucking AR15s with their shit eating grins in front of their fucking christmas trees his kid literally the same age as those little kids what right. his little his son right it, yeah if you, movie, f- if you put that in a movie if you put that in a movie if you put that in a movie fucking 20 years ago people would be like it's too far man that's not real don't do that right. Right. This is where we're at. Lauren Bo- Bobert, same thing. Like,
1: fucking photo with her family, all little kids with guns. And then she's the first one to be like, oh, prayers, prayers to these. But it's not
0: even like, they're just like, they're, it's, I mean, it's obviously like, uh, such a sickness. Like, it's, it's contaminated our society completely. Yeah. The culture, American culture. And yeah. But, like, it's hand in hand with fucking toxic masculinity, with taking away rights from women, with taking away rights from other people. It's like all the same, it like is so weird that they're all it's not weird, but it's like right. they are all intrinsically tied right. together, right. And like, and it is, and it's a and it's a sham. It's just a fucking sham. It's not like, it's not like based in belief systems. Like people think it is because they're being tricked. But it's like all just about money. Right. Right. It's not all about money to like, whatever, the like people who sit in the pews and like get indoctrinated with this messaging. But it's all about money to the people who benefit from the systems. Right. All those politicians, fucking Lauren Boebert, like how much is she getting from the fucking NRA?
1: Oh, gosh. I don't even know. I mean, I know people were tossing out numbers. I'm sure it's something. I saw somebody got like one and a half million dollars from the NRA. Sure, somebody that sure, had some sure. had some prayers yesterday. Um, And that's the thing with guns is that like, I believe personally like the reason why it's so hard to do anything about guns is because guns are a money making prospect that's you what know? I'm saying yeah it's kind of like like the same as like the stock market or selling cars or whatever being anti-gun is like not money making it's the absence of money and so there's never gonna be like unless You know, a benefactor, a wealthy benefactor, funds any type of anti gun activism, lobbying, whatever. There's never going to be any money generated by being anti gun. So the only thing that you can do is start like (laughs) inventing bulletproof backpacks and lunch boxes and like those rooms. You saw that room that like pulls out. I saw the
0: fucking room. Yeah.
1: That, you know, in the classroom, that's like a safe room that teachers are saying oh we use it for a chill room and like the kids love it and it's a bulletproof room um you know which lol we can't even buy up to date textbooks for our schools how are we going to put like a bulletproof pull out room in school well because
0: because they because our country is is used to spending money to militarize Exactly. So, so I guess, you know, maybe so maybe they'll will, find the fucking money for that. Maybe we'll find money for that. Because God forbid they should actually do anything that makes sense. Right.
1: Right. But so those are like the avenues in which being and quote unquote anti-gun can like earn money. It wouldn't surprise me if gun companies started selling the bulletproof rooms,
0: so oh, that they hundred fucking percent, so you that know they what? get both ends of that business. By the way, do we know who even fucking invented it? I don't. I don't. Yeah. To be well, honest, so I don't you either. Know, but wouldn't be surprised. It at wouldn't this point. be surprised that if in the future we're
1: paying gun companies to be quote unquote safe from their guns and it just it doesn't make any fucking sense there's no money in being anti gun and that's to me why it's so hard to fight we can't buy off anyone in government we can't we can't pay anyone you don't have off. enough money no right right so you know so it's just it's that's the conundrum right there and it's it's really laid bare with guns you know um it, it, it's probably to a lesser degree the case in every other you know, every other conflict that we have in this country is that, like, whatever we're for doesn't generate a lot of money. And so is therefore hard to hard to get anyone to be on our side because the only thing that adds weight to a side in this country is extreme amounts of money to pay for support. So, I mean, I'm just like... I was pregnant with my son when Columbine happened, and I was like, "Oh shit, what world am I bringing him into?" And that was like, I like, we all thought at the time, like, this is isolated, this is dark, this is, you know, this like nothing like this can ever happen again. And instead of that being, I mean, the there case, were
0: like, t- I mean, there were mo- there was a movie, there were there was a movie made, there were like yeah. documentaries, right? There were like you know, entire episodes of, like, 2020 dedicated. Like, right. it was a whole exploration. Right. But, you know, I think, honestly, it's interesting, you know, Obama, like, famously said the thing about, like, once the politicians decided that murdering, you know, 23 kindergartners Right. In Connecticut was okay. Like, right. that's... But I actually think, like, we lost... We lost this war... Yeah. ...after Columbine. Right. Because they didn't do anything. And, like, that was... People were out... Like, guys, in case you're a fucking younger person, a millennial... Because I was in... I was in college. I was a sophomore in college. Yeah. In case you don't remember pre-Columbine. When Columbine happened, it was literally insane. Like, it felt like a total anomaly. What had happened to these boys? Where did we, like, really people were motivated, I think, to get answers. Right. Right. And I think that the gun lobby and the politicians that benefit from the NRA and all of the gun manufacturers, the fucking gun lobbies, just squashed it. I think they just squashed it.
1: Yeah. And, and it just even like, worse, I, think I think they just probably managed... like hot damn, you know? Like, this was just to certain people a huge commercial for our product. For certain people that are broken in some way and have a grievance that they feel is unsolvable and feel like they have been.
0: You know? I mean, there was that that movie with Michael Douglas where he was like the anti-hero where he called Falling Down, where he like went on a shooting spree in the '90s. I, Do you remember that movie?
1: I remember the movie. I never but saw I never, it. I, I never saw little, it. Either. But like, I
0: just remember. But that's what it was like about. Yeah. It was like about a guy who like had fucking had it, right? And he went on like a literal shooting rampage, right? And it was like. I don't know. Like I remember my dad, my dad who's very anti-gun. Yeah, was like, oh, I love that Michael Douglas movie. Like what? Like in like the early '90s, whenever it really? came out. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I-, I could picture you know being like intrigued because it was a. Fa- it felt like a yeah, fantasy. It's like a. It's like a revenge fantasy. But the thing 1993, is,
0: like, 1993.
1: we have people enacting their revenge fantasies in real life. Yeah, revenge fantasy, right. Like, it's, you know, whether... whether their grievance is actual or imagined. Like, that's the problem. You know what I mean? Like, you think people in other countries don't have revenge fantasies? Of course they do. But they can't just, like, bop down to the corner store Mm. and get, like, a weapon of war to you know, get back at whoever they feel like slighted them. And here's the weird thing. In many cases, it's someone that has a grievance against like the immediate people that they're going to address it with. But often it's someone who has a year's old grievance who has been nursing it for years with no help whatsoever, Mm -hmm. no help, zero help over the years. But quick access to guns when they finally decide to quote-unquote do something about it, and they're going back and like doing these things that, that don't make a lot of sense. Like, they probably feel like they're victims of senseless pain, and they're going to then inflict senseless pain on people as like their final act. I <sighs> guess that in some way must make sense to them, but it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense, and so everyone who thinks Cause I'm sure there are people who think like, well, but we're safe from that here. You know, like that wouldn't happen here. Cause we're, if we're there's con- no rhyme or reason to it. Exactly. It's totally. Insane. Exactly. And then yeah. this, just like every other time they're trying to blame like a fucking side door that was open as like side doors get left open all the time. That, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like to blame, no, your baby, no. to blame a, to blame a door, like a, a, a puppy could have come through the side door you know what i mean like it that's not what happened it's not the it's not a door problem it's not a no, door problem
0: not a fucking door problem
1: and it's not a trans problem it's a gun problem <sighs> even the most angry 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 mentally damaged for decades person with a grudge Without a gun, it just wouldn't be able to, to accomplish that.
0: It's so fucking true.
1: And it's just, I mean, like, I just, I don't blame you. I, I read about it, you know, but I just, I don't blame you for not reading about it just because, like, you will in time. It will be unavoidable. But I just don't know, like, I don't know what more we're, we're supposed to do. Like, I guess we have to just keep doing what we know or what we're told is the right thing. But, like, we, we have to see people, the people who we've entrusted with the power to do something about this, we have to see them do something about this. We have to see anyone do something.
0: I can't. Casey, I don't know what to do. I, like, texted Mark last night. I was like, I just want to leave here, too. I just want to leave this country. I fucking hate it here.
1: I know it's really, it's hard, and, you know, and then it comes (laughs) down to, like... We have this conversation a lot too. I love this country and I don't hate it here, but there's a lot fucking wrong with this country that needs to be addressed. And this is like, you know, a huge one, a huge one. And I think that all countries have their problems, you know?
0: Now you sound like Mark last night (laughs) on the text with me. Really? But But can I be honest? Like, you know... I don't know. Birdie's cannot... Birdie going to like Sweden for high school is like in part because that kid has been really fucking terrified of school shootings and mass shootings since they were little. Because yeah, Birdie's been I... doing like you know the drills and stuff, lockdown, right, right, drills. Yeah, since I mean, she was five. They were five.
1: Girl, you and... know, I told you that like. Like, Sandy Hook was a few minutes away from us. Like, yeah. I still have the texts on my phone of Eli begging me to go to Lincoln's school and take him out of his elementary school. Because at that you point... You didn't know, right. He, they, th- they thought that we were under attack and that, you know, there were little kids.
0: They thought that all schools were being attacked. And, and the that, cognitive dissonance that, like, parents of school-aged children have to have at this point. Like, I have to have at this right. point every morning when I... Kiss my kids. Right. I I mean, mean, we all have to have that. Because if you think, oh, well, my kids are in a private school. They're safe. If you think, no, these kids were in a private school. If you think we live in this place, we're safe. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. That picture of that little kid in that bus... I mean, like with
1: respect to leaving the country, like most people can't just leave the country, you know, like it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be an option. And most countries aren't going to just take us. It's hard to immigrate to another country. I mean, believe me, I know. we've, I know. we've looked into like if we decided to move to Canada, not even for like upset reasons, just for, you know, because we spend a lot of time there. Um, it's not, It's not easy. You can't just like bop into a new country and you know, they they have rules just like we have rules. So it's hard. And um, and we shouldn't have to leave our country, is the thing. But I also just think it's like one of those things where, well, they have us where they want us, right? Where we're just like, oh, that was like it was hard, but I can't even like bring myself to read about it or dwell on it for too long because it won't be long until another thing like this happens. And so, you know, we know it's going to happen over and over again. And so then what? You know, so they kind of have us where where we're just like I think it won't be long before they're fully admitting, like, oh, there's there's nothing we can do about this. Like, we're the toothpaste is out of the tube on this, and um, you know, well, they're already saying all the time. Him, it, that's
0: what they're saying.
1: It won't that's do any good. Saying. It will. It won't do any good to to ban these weapons because then only outlaws will have the weapons. And then I'm like, okay, why do abortion bans, like in your opinion, work? Why do book bans, in your opinion, work? Why does banning Gay marriage in your opinion none of work. this
0: fucking makes none of it makes any sense. none right. of it makes any fucking sense
1: right. Everyones so, like
0: everyone has lost the fucking thread literally
1: right. right, so that's where we are, you know like it's it's there's no logic to it. All of these other bands, in their opinion, work and are worthwhile, and you know, and then this ban is banning guns is never going to work and isn't worthwhile because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But it never has to make sense with them. They don't care. They don't care about the hypocrisy. They don't care about the facts or the research that bear this out. Like, you can look at at a timeline when, you know— Assault weapons were approved, and then it blooms like a flower. The dots on the graph bloom like a flower with the number of mass shootings that there's been in this country. Like, just immediately starting past that line on the graph where where we became able to get assault weapons. Like, a high-capacity, you know guns. But they it doesn't matter because they don't fucking believe in science. So why would they believe in math? Right.
0: This you is know? the thing. It's, this is the trick. This is the trick.
1: We've seen it over and over, you know, like trying to say like, oh, COVID's a pandemic and it's killing millions of people. And they're like, no, it isn't. You know, like it's like having access to Different types of health care, whether it's abortion care or gender affirming care, is like life-saving for people. No, it isn't. It doesn't matter what kind of graph you can show. I don't know. Like, it's too soon to make a graph about like taking books away from people, but I'm I'm sure that it will eventually show that it's bad to take books away from people, but they'll just say, no, it's not. So I don't, yeah, I mean, we have to keep doing the work. We can't give up. We can't not show up. Showing up is what we can do, but I don't, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of people just felt like, you know, and the fact that this is. This is not even the first time that one of these happened in the middle of us recording an episode of this podcast. Totally, you know what I mean. Like every week, we sit down to record it, and so just the fact that, like, coincidentally, there have been multiple mass shootings, multiple, many, actually many. during during mm-hmm. multiple episodes of this little podcast is fucking insane.
0: It's like, I mean, it's. Well, I guess it's not, right? I guess it's. It's not. a night.
1: It's a nightmare.
0: It's a fucking nightmare. It's absurd. And
1: and it's like children. I know children, but it's anyone. Like I think about it, sending my husband into a store. I think about it whenever my kids want to go into a theater. They think about it. I know they do. I know they've actually left theaters because they're you know, like I, I mean, s- well you I know saw I don't you know
0: that's why I like hate movie theaters that's why I don't yeah.
1: go Yeah it doesn't surprise me you know And so like what are you supposed to do you, and what are you supposed to do besides yeah just cancel that part of your life you know Cancel school, school's at home now, you know, like, which also, by the way, is like, and I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist or whatever, but I'm sure a lot of people would love it if no kids went to school anymore, because then they could join the labor force and then we are- Oh, by the way,
0: no, just FYI, they, just to be clear, they already are in the labor force.
1: Yes. Just- to more kids more kids could join the labor force and younger. And mm-hmm. also n- then they could slash our taxes because then we wouldn't have to pay for public schools because no one goes anymore because it's too dangerous. No one wants to teach anymore because they're expected to uh, strap themselves up with ammunition and guard the door to protect 30 kids when we, on an individual basis don't even feel like we can protect our own one kid, you know? And I saw some, like, I think a school librarian being like, you, oh, so you want us to, like, arm ourselves and
0: protect you our... You don't even trust us to pick out the books.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, as we learned in, in Uvalde, which was the last, you know, we had Shannon Watts on after the, the Uvalde shooting... Police don't even want to take on these shooters. So, like, to expect a teacher to step up, and I'm sure they would. Teachers have time and time again... By the way, of course, by the way,
0: I believe... Whatever. I believe in teachers more. Yeah. To protect their kids. And, like, teachers have put them, literally, their bodies in front of Teachers have died in the
1: line of duty of teaching... And then we have so many examples of cops who are like, I'm not going in there. Even when it's the kids from their own community, L- like, I just don't know, man. I don't know.
0: I don't either. I don't know. I like could not stop. I just couldn't stop fucking crying last night. And then I, it just was, I had a really fucking rough night. I had a really rough night. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A lo- I'm sure a lot it of It
0: just people- feels oh. exhausting. A lot of people do, and like, because it's just fucking relentless, too. It's like on all sides. It's like mm-hmm. can't be who you are, can't love who you love, can't make decisions about your body, and you can't choose to be safe. Like safety is not a choice, right? For any of us, like none of us get to choose to be safe right because these motherfuckers are so tied to some fucking ideology slash not like just money just right. money right and then these other idiots i mean can we just talk about that for a second i'm sorry but like they're just fucking stupid people and it's true yeah. some people are just fucking dumb guys yeah. and they're not critical thinkers and they're just fucking idiots and I don't even mean like our education system has failed them because obviously it has, but like this kind of thing, this mass shooting thing, it's a very, it's a, it's a very uniquely, mostly um, white American. Yeah. Tradition. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, we could say it's a
1: tradition. Sure. At least traditions, like, for the most part, are predictable, you know? But this is well, just— Well,
0: so this is—I mean, but, like, honestly, this is. Yeah, it you is.
1: could practically probably predict it if anyone bothered to, like, look into it. But we never will because that's also money that we'll never spend to figure out, like— why this actually happens. And they're going to try to blame it on, like, the identity of this
0: person and say, like... Of course, of course, you know, of course. I know. I was so... That also was, I guess, part of why I was so fucking distraught last night because Birdie had read about the person that was the shooter and then was telling me, and I was just like, I can't fucking believe right. this. Like, Shit. Which is like,
1: I mean... Well, what I wanted to say was the majority of these shooters are still white White. young men. Mm -hmm. Men. Mm -hmm. And so we've never blamed that. Like, we've never, even though it's been plain as the nose on our faces time after time, that that's the majority of the problem. But then I feel like this time, a lot of people are gonna make hay out of, like, how this murderer identified and like no sympathy for the murderer whatsoever that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying you know you can't pick out the one exception and be like uh oh you know li- like we have a problem with this group of people when we've never never had a problem with the group of people that is the actual majority of of who are yeah, committing these atrocious acts.
0: None of it fucking makes any None of it makes any sense. They don't care about logic or reason. They don't care about the fact that, like, right to bear arms literally referred to, like, a musket that you had to, like, load right. with right. gunpowder. Right. And not AR-fucking-15s motherfuckers. Right. Not your military-grade weapons. They don't care that the military is causing like the majority of global warming and we've given so much money. Our government has given so much money that we, our education system's like a disaster. I I just, I don't even know.
1: I just always think of like, you know, we've all seen movies and a lot of us have known parents who have literally like packed off their young adult kids and sent them off to war you know in a foreign country and the same thing is always running through their minds there's a chance that my child might not come home and so what we've done is like turned our entire country into war mothers
0: into yeah it's a militarized zone We live in a militarized
1: area. And we don't even know who the enemy is. It's always like a surprise attack. And so mothers are like buttoning up their kids' jackets and sending them into like potentially a war zone. So anyway, listen, yesterday we recorded the beginning of the podcast and we hit pause because Busy's at work. And I had to go to work, yeah. We had big plans of other things to talk about. Uh, fun things to talk about and then you know when we hit pause we found out all of these things that you also found out probably when you hit pause in your day um on that day or or
0: or when you were not like even hitting pause when you were just like walking somewhere just (laughs) trying to live your life live your life just trying to like move through the world yeah with with Joy and ease in the face of, like, honestly, more increasingly more and more difficult, like, be inundate, like being inundated with more and more difficult daily reminders of how broken this system is and how it services so few right. of us. So right. few of us. Right. And it, and it benefits so few of us at this point. And the damage that it is doing is irreparable to so, 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 so fucking many, almost, I mean, I would say the fucking majority of us. Right. And we're just allowing this to continue to happen because what the fuck else are we supposed to do?
1: So I think what we're going to do is, um, right now, we're going to replay the interview that we did with Shannon Watts from Moms Demand Action, which is an organization that is fighting the NRA every day out there doing the work, because I know we sound hopeless, And we feel hopeless. And so I can imagine that you feel hopeless. So we're going to replay that interview with Shannon Watts um, because it bears repeating. And it has useful information in it about what we can do while we're waiting for someone to take action, someone in power. Uh, and things that we can do to hopefully encourage someone to fucking do something.
0: Hi, Shannon. Watts Shannon, thank you so much for making a little bit of time in what today must be like overwhelmingly. I mean, you uh, packed and I really appreciate it because. I think a lot of people who listen to our podcast are feeling understandably like...
2: Devastated.
0: Devastated.
2: Devastated.
1: So, Shannon, thank you for being here. We talked a little bit about you and who you are, and I know you just came from being on television. Uh, Shannon squeezing us in between... Uh, very important television appearances today, but talk to us a little bit about what message you're spreading on behalf of every town, and I don't know. Maybe we can talk a little bit about like what are some practical things we can do to feel like we're and not a path, helpless and a path
2: forward. Yep, absolutely. So look, we all have to take time to acknowledge that that we are devastated, that we are afraid. And what are we afraid of? We're afraid for our safety. We're afraid of people being numb. We're afraid that this won't stop. But but we do have the power in a democracy to force change. And we have to take that anger and that fear and that devastation, and we have to channel it. And I don't just mean for the next couple of days. I mean getting ready for a marathon. This is not a sprint. I've been doing this as a full-time volunteer for a decade, and I have seen us make huge strides. You know, we are now larger than the NRA. I can go through a whole list of how we have beaten the gun lobby in the last decade. I think because there hasn't been a cathartic moment in Congress that people think nothing has happened, right. but that couldn't be further from the truth. That will happen, I promise you. And I hope it happens this week. But if it doesn't, we don't give up, right? Mm-hmm. We, what choice do we have other than to act? when we can't even send our kids to school and wonder if they'll be picked up in hearses instead of school buses, right? We have no other choice but to get off the sidelines. And look, if if you're listening to this and you haven't been impacted by gun violence, if you're the 50% of America that's never been touched by this crisis, God bless you. But it is coming to your community. And we need you to get involved. There is an easy way to do that. If you text the word READY, to 64433. We will have a volunteer call you pretty instantaneously and tell you how to plug in in your community. We work on this legislatively. We work on this electoral, electorally. We work on this culturally. Find a piece of the work that you are passionate about and do it. That is the only way we solve this. Oh, yeah. And Shannon, we talk a lot on this podcast about,
1: you know, about women's rights and equality. And we've been talking a lot lately about bodily autonomy. And um, and I think what's important for people to recognize, for us to recognize, to finally get it, is that all of these issues are interconnected. And that, like, talk about yes. the ultimate mm-hmm. in bodily autonomy. I would like to not be shot. I would like to have the freedom over my own body to not have it be killed by someone who has an axe to grind and has gotten a hold of a of a gun and all of these feminist issues we were just talking about the complicity like none of this happens without the complicity of some women who are mm-hmm. who are deeply deeply still entrenched in the patriarchy but the these are feminist issues. Uh, gun uh, gun violence is something that, like, if you're a feminist, it has to be on your docket of things to. Oh,
0: 100%. A hundred percent,
2: absolutely. And you know, I, I would be shocked if we don't find out that this teen gunman has some kind of history of misogyny. Um, certainly, an extremist if he went out and bought two semi-automatic rifles on his 18th birthday. Um, But we see that over and over again. And, you know, what's really interesting is that even though the gun lobby has lost power over the last decade, right, they tried to declare bankruptcy, they're hemorrhaging money, political power, uh, their, their corruption has been exposed. They're really weaker as an organization than they've ever been. What I couldn't have predicted was that this gun extremism would become part of the policy platform for the GOP. Right, mm-hmm. the guns have really become yeah. sort of an organizing tool, a fundraising tool. Yes, like abortion, they're Clim- using it. They're, yeah, they're, they're using it
0: cards. Yeah, they're yes, they're using it to speak to a small but really motivated base yeah. that they know they can get by using a couple and like
2: pardon the expression trigger words. Right. That's exactly right. And, and, and so the platform that we're seeing flying through state houses, red state houses, isn't just things like permitless carry, right? Which allows you to carry a hidden loaded handgun in public without a background check or training. It's not just that it's also anti-abortion legislation. It's anti trans legislation. It's anti-CRT it's book banning. It is all a part of a policy platform that is interwoven by these extremists who say that they're for law and order, but this is lawlessness. And how do we combat <clears throat> just, I, uh,
0: Shannon, how, because I, I was lucky enough to be at a lunch with you. Oh no, I'm going to cry. Sorry. I was lucky enough to be at a lunch with you many years ago. <clears throat> and I remember leaving with such hope, like you really have such an ability to continue to show up, you know? How do we, all of us listening, not feel the overwhelm and the fatigue that this these people want us to feel? Yes. That it's too much and it's insurmountable and they've already won. They've already won. How do we how do we have what you have? <laughs> how do we help me, how, just help me understand yep. how You continue to show up in with just you're laser focused and and I am increasingly becoming overwhelmed. I also am a person that's laser focused, but like I'm increasingly becoming overwhelmed myself and feeling like, well, hands, I don't know what the fuck to do anymore. How do we refocus and maintain it?
2: And I just want to say, I understand that. And I I do want to emphasize that we all have to take care of ourselves. We talk so much about self-care in this movement, Um, whatever that is for you. For me, it's meditation. It's a bubble bath every night. It may sound trite, but that's what it is. And when we ask our volunteers, what helps them keep going? That's sort of our internal motto, keep going. It's two specific things. One, it's that they feel we're winning. So that's what I was talking to you about before, right? Not just focusing on what's happening in Congress, but it's the fact that we have now passed background checks in 21 states. We have passed something called the red flag law in 20 states. Uh, We've passed... Uh, laws that close the Charleston loophole in 19 states. We've disarmed domestic abusers in 29 states and on and on and on. We've stopped the NRA's agenda in state houses 90% of the time for the last six years, right? Those are wins that don't happen unless you show up. And so when you know you're winning, you feel motivated to keep going. And the second reason that people get involved is for the relationships that they create. They find their people. And when you find your people, you have passion, And you have a purpose. And again, I am not asking people to get involved and go to the Capitol tomorrow and and talk to their senator. I'm not asking you to do that. You don't have to chain yourself to the White House fence. Maybe you just decide you want to educate people about secure gun storage. Most school shooters in this country are students who get guns from their homes. Maybe you want to help get out the vote in the November elections. We can help you do that immediately. Maybe you want to... um, work in your own state house and try to stop bad bills or pass good bills. There's so many things you can do but you don't have to do all of them.
0: I think that's really important and I think that um I remember one thing that you had I feel like you had said it I feel like this was at that lunch. But it was such a small thing and my kid well my child is now almost 14, my older one and my little one is Eight, and I feel like I didn't even have cricket when, we, when I was at that lunch with nope. you. Because Birdie was like very young. It was right after Sandy Hook. And you said this thing that was like, as a parent, and I do it to this day, I say when I'm setting up a play date, yep. just so you know, <clears throat> we have no guns in our home. And so your child is not going to be in a home that has any guns. Or if... I'm sending my kid to someone's house who I don't know. I say, I, this might sound a little, because sometimes it does, you know, you're like, you don't know these people really, but, or you do, you think you do. I'm like, I just have to ask this question. Do you have any guns in your home? You, I I believe it was you at that lunch that that just offered that. And I'm just saying it, reiterating it now, because it's something that I've implemented in my, Life and so many parents
2: are like, oh my God, thank you for saying that. Yep. 4.6 million kids live in homes with unsecured guns. Whew. That's that's wild.
1: That's and you never you just never know. You don't know. You don't know. And but also for every mom and dad out there, for every parent that's feeling kind of awkward, I promise you, I promise you it gets easier after the first time you do it it gets easier. Oh my god, and totally. I've talked about this I think on the podcast, but I we did the same in our house and one time I did say before I let my child come over to play, I have to ask are there are there guns in your house? And the mom said, "Well, this is awkward." And I said, <laughs> "Well, just think of how awkward it would be if you had to call me to tell me that one of our kids shot the other one." And so, like let's just get it over the awkwardness over with.
2: We show you how to do it on our, our website, momstomanaction.org, on our, our social media channels. Just send a text. That's the best way to do it. We don't That's talk what to each I other IRL I <laughs> anymore. I send texts. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> have a gay, do you have a fence around your pool? Do you let your kids play M-rated video games? Do you have peanuts in your house? Do you have guns and how are they stored? Yes. Um, <clears throat> okay. So
0: we've all been, I feel like, grieving... Nonstop. And I think it's really important to acknowledge how deeply (sighs) upsetting and massive the loss of life has been. And it feels like it's accelerating. But I do think that hearing how you're winning, we're winning, is helpful. And I, and I just am curious, like, if there's one thing today that we should do, what is it?
2: Text the word ACT to 64433. Mm-hmm. We will immediately help you plug in. Uh, as you can imagine, we are creating plans right now about what comes next. How do we organize? How do we fight back? How do we demand action? Not just now, but all the way through November. And we will help you get involved to do that. We need every single vo- vote, every single voice. And again, if you've been sitting on the sidelines and, and watching these tragedies unfold while other people do the heavy lifting of, of volunteering, it's time. And, and I say that with love because I am someone who did not get involved until 26 people were killed inside an elementary school. But black and brown women have been doing this work without attention for decades. And it's time for us to do it too.
0: Um, Shannon, thank you so much. Um, Thank you. And thank you just for, again, one thing that we talk about in the reproductive rights movement um, and in this movement is that the other side, they really are able to laser focus, right? And to get people to just show up For a thing, you know, and so they vote for their person who's going to, you know, deliver on what it is that they want. And I feel like we haven't been doing that. We haven't been showing up and pushing the button for the person who says it's enough. We need gun control now. You know, we need women need to have bodily autonomy. Now it's important you know, trans students, bodily autonomy all across the board for everyone. I think we just have to be as laser focused as the other side.
2: That's right. I, I saw too many white women voting for now Governor Yunkin in Virginia because they wanted to punish Democrats because their schools were closed. And I certainly understand the frustration of schools being closed during COVID. But this is his agenda. Guns in schools, guns for anyone, anywhere, anytime, no questions asked like you said we have to be laser focused we have to vote for the candidates who are on the right side of this issue if you want to know where your uh, candidates and elected officials stand go to gunsensevoter.org and you can see their policy positions on guns there
0: i think that's super important because i also think and these are conversations that people have to have especially like if people i can't with the fiscally conservative or whatever argument like you're going to have to like is your money more important than children's lives? I well, guess it's, also, it's-, it's also
1: a lie. Like, stop deluding It's a lie. Your, it's ju- just a you lie. Can, the next time someone tells you they're fiscally conservative, tell them that they're being delusional because nothing is being conserved. <laughs> but also, on, on quote-unquote our side, I think we're getting a lot of people who are like, I'm single-issue voter. The economy is the most important thing to me. And like... I think we also have to get stronger at communicating to these people. Well, you might think that you're a single issue voter, but this single issue is coming to you. And this, this issue that we're talking about that you're telling us isn't important in your choice for vote. It will affect you at some point. And you're very lucky that it hasn't affected you as of yet, but we're telling you that it's a crisis and we have to address it. And, it's a single issue that also affects the issue that you say you care about.
0: Thank um, you. Okay, thanks, Shannon. Have a. I know you have a day. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, Thank bye-bye, you, Shannon. Bye. Thanks. And also, if you fucking have family members that are gun people, just fucking go for them. Like, go for it. Just go for it. You need to, like, you need to call them the fuck out. I'm Because I'm done. I, like, actually don't have any family that are gun people. Did you see that, like, state senator who was talking about the anti-trans bill in... Um, I, I don't know where she was. But she was like, because cause how could I? Because there are yeah. so many fucking states at this point. And she was like, if you allow this to go through, like, I'm done. Don't right. look at me. Don't send me your Christmas cards. Don't stop by my office to ask me a question. Right. right. I'm done with you. And that yeah. is what I fucking feel like about people who are holding, who who we, you know, who we have to pry their fucking AR-15s from their cold, dead hands. Okay, fine. Bye. You're dead it's, to me. Uh, listen, it's hard, you know, because we've we've
1: certainly discussed, like, both sides of this argument, too. Is it better to stay in touch with someone and try to talk reason to them, or is it better to cut people out of your life? And is that what they basically want? I don't know. Everybody has to take their own situation and figure it out. Like, first of all, if someone in your life has guns, be fucking safe around them. That's what I would say. Don't go to their house and... Just be Don't safe. Don't let your kids and, go
0: to their house. And listen, Don't to, let, yeah.
1: listen to your gut with respect to why they have those guns and are they likely to ever turn them on you? Because that is something or, that we or see. Or someone that they love. Someone Ex- else that they love. Exactly. So Probably a woman or a child. Be fucking careful if you know someone that has guns. Because already, like, if someone's super into guns and they can't see the point of any of this, then they're already the type of person who might be itching to have a reason have a grievance to fucking use those guns so my my advice not that I'm an expert, but my advice is if you know someone who owns guns, be careful because besides like the anger, there's the accidents you know like mm-hmm. in addition to the anger, we always hear about the unfortunate accidents and how 100 percent. Nobody's 100%. fault that this person had an oh, just a tragedy,
0: gun. just a tragedy. Yeah, that so, the three-year-old shot his five-year-old sister. Just so a tragedy. L-
1: literally, just be careful, and then you have to make the call. Is is this person in your life like? are they worth talking to or can you get through to them at all? Would you removing yourself from their life? Would it cause them to reflect on why that was or would it just confirm to them the way that they're already feeling like
0: good, good riddance? Like, also I do want to say, I do have like, I do have a couple friends who yeah. like, like a couple of my friends from Arizona, who yeah. like, gu- like have guns, like guns or whatever. Yeah. Or in favor of banning assault rifles, who are in favor of sensible gun laws and who are in favor and who are responsible gun owners and keep their bullets locked separately than their fucking guns.
1: Well, listen, statistically, like, okay, so if we're to believe how many people in this country have guns and then you overlay it with the percentages of, like, the overwhelming majority of This country is also for sensible gun control. That means, according to math, that a lot of gun owners are for sensible gun control.
0: Correct. Correct. So, just not just not the ones getting money from the NRA. That's exactly exactly. So, you know, this is this is where it gets
1: tricky, right? Because, like, there could be a gun owner in Arizona who believes in sensible gun control that needs to vote better. That's the, that's the trick. Right. So, you know, people need to decide that we're done putting up with this. And that includes, that is going to include people who own guns and believe oh, 100%. That, that guns can be owned
0: safely and responsibly. That it's going to include them. We need them. We need them to be loud. I mean, in fact, in some ways, you kind of want them to be the loudest, right? Like. Right. Because. The responsible dog owners. I just said the responsible dog owners. I heard. You're yeah, very... Yeah. Yes. G- Gina's on your mind. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And also, dogs are so much better than guns. Let's be real.
2: Ugh.
0: All right. I got to go fucking learn my lines now and get my shit together and try to do my job. Try to go do a silly comedy. Right. <sighs> it's hard. I know. Um I love you thank you I for...
1: love you too and thanks for coming you know on and guys sorry sorry like we want to come here and have fun every week and I, know, like,
0: I didn't even get to tell you my good idea
1: well let's save it for next week I don't and even care about it anymore you will care about it again we will all we will all feel things again but It's asking a lot of all of us to live through this and rebound over and over without it changing who we are. And without anything changing it. Right. And so, you know, sending so much love to anyone who has ever
0: lost someone lost
1: someone to gun, gun, violence. gun violence or has been threatened with gun violence or who mm-hmm. is afraid that that's going to happen to them tomorrow who is having overwhelming anxiety because
0: gun violence is the way of this country i know i was also thinking about that i was thinking about all the people that get re-traumatized every time every mm-hmm. time all the kids all the adults all the parents, all, all the parents, the family members, all have of to the. to relive it. I yeah. I can't, I can't, I, I it, it's hard, it's hard enough for me. And I have ugh, fucking, I have yet to, you know, Jesus fucking Christ.
1: And now we're getting to the point where people are like, oh, I survived.
0: Two. Right. Yeah. Two. And, you know. Or that what? mom that was on the, on the took over Fox News, the, right. their live feed yesterday, which was, she was incredible. Right. Incredibly well-spoken, who right. was from Highland, Highland Park. And they were at, you know, had survived that mass shooting. And her, right. I think, nef- niece and nephew went to that, went to the school in Nashville. Right. And they were just there on vacation, like visiting for spring break. Yeah.
1: In Connecticut, Sandy Hook happened. Yeah. And then in my yeah. kid's high school, they... Mm stopped a kid that had uh, apparently an arsenal of weapons. And, you know, that was the one time where they actually investigated
0: like a tip
1: on It might a not kid. be the one
0: time. I mean, My, they <laughs> might they, you know what I mean? There right, may be more right. that we just like right. honestly, we may not get we may not hear about at all. Right. Right. <sighs> all right.
1: Sending everybody okay, go. love mm. and strength. Um yeah, good luck at work break a leg and and
0: thanks again to Shannon Watts for continuing to show up and I think she's stepping down from Mom's Demand. She's like retiring from Dom- Mom's Demand in like a formal way but like obviously still doing the work and just everyone who volunteers with Mom's Demand or March for Our Lives or you know
1: if you're feeling hopeless like yeah. we
0: are in this minute. I'm going to re-listen to this interview, by the way, because I remember yeah. how she really does make me realize that like we can make changes and we can continue to make changes and we have yes. made changes. We have. Yes. It's just not big enough yet and we got to keep fighting. That's it. Yeah.
1: We love you guys. We and love you. we'll talk to you next week. Stay safe and yeah. be kind to each other.
0: Yes. And thank you for always being so kind to us. And we'll we love you guys. We love you. Listen, you can add this. We can add this to the episode. I just want to like say, cause I just got good news. Okay. That my friend is going to get to come home from the hospital. Oh, that's very good news in two days. And it is really good news because it's been a really fucking weird three weeks really hard three weeks and yeah. I'm so it's not like uh it's gonna be a journey for a right. while longer right well for a fucking for a time it's gonna be like a fucking journey but um I'm just I'm like so grateful that she gets yeah. to come home from the hospital in two yeah. days and be with her kids and like recover um and try to get better. Great, that's good news. I know I wanted to tell you because I know you've been worried too. Yeah. Okay. But that's good news. Such good news. I'm and it's so not happy. you know. And on a day, a day like today, when we're just like, yay, yay, let's take the win. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Take a fucking. Let's take
1: a win. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.
0: Oh, no.